Wake up in the morning, make you two sloppy eggs. Find a piece of cheese and put it on some bread. Have a cup of joe, and the next thing that you know, it's time for you to hit the road. Make my day, I like it in the morning. Make my day, and even in the afternoon. Make my day, sometimes in the evening. Make my day, and even when I'm sleeping too. All right, everybody, welcome back to Make My Day. Make My Day. Wow, it's been a couple seconds, but hasn't it? It's been at least a lot of seconds, maybe a month. I got tired. I got tired of making the show. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you guys because I read on the Internet that being honest, being vulnerable is actually really helpful in connecting with uh, your fan base, with any human, actually, in general, not just fan bases as well. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I got, I got tired of... And I got a little burnt out. And you know what? I think that I think that um, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna go ahead and put the video no, part of the show on no, hold. Marcus, yeah, no, yeah. It's no. just a it's just a lot of work, you know. And uh, and it's just not it's just not time yet, you know. So at some point, I'm probably gonna be able to. Uh, I'll be a big video star. Uh, but right now, radio is still where it's at, and that's why I'm here on the radio talking to you guys here on Make My Day episode 42. So thank you so much for being here with me we have an incredible episode filled with high jinx low jinx and and mid jinx as well we're gonna have a ton of fun i have adam westbrook an interview with adam westbrook uh he's a wonderful content creator makes awesome videos i uh, found him on patreon he's a super cool guy and i'm very glad that he stopped in to talk to me and you guys and we have a lot of other things summer is here summer is here are you guys feeling so the heat? you guys feel the heat? i know a lot of my listenership is in texas texas home of the brave land of the free and they got uh cows there and it's big it's big 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 so I'm going to give you guys some advice on how to dress during the summer, and that's going to really help you minimize your sweating, minimize your sweating, and the way you look is going to maximize the way you look, because we are all about minimizing and maximizing here at Make My Day. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, though, In also in because it is summer, you're going to be showing, I'm going to give you a little hint, you're going to be showing a little bit more skin than you, than you were in the wintertime, so you're going to want to make sure that you are jacked and in shape, which is going to be a real breeze we will uh deal with that and we will get you guys rocking and rolling and in the best shape of your lives um also you know summer what do you think what are the two things three things maybe the top five things you think about when you think about the summer maybe the first thing would be having a nice ice cream pop on the sidewalk have, sure. maybe the next thing would be going to the beach you know Check. playing a little beach volleyball maybe the third Check. thing would be playing going to the baseball game with your Check. pappy and and uh catching a catching a match uh, but probably the fourth or fifth thing would be summer romance Check. so we're going to talk a little bit about how to how to get that going in your life kickstarting your romantic <laughs> experiences in your life and i'm gonna give you some advice on that but uh first uh, uh thank you for being here first uh let's go ahead and hit some sports well sports are easy this week uh russell westbrook won mvp of the league our incredible manager of the oklahoma city thunder has signed paul george from the indianapolis pacers uh, also, we got Ed and Patrick Patterson. He is incredible. Andre Roberson re-signs three-year deal. NBA looking up all, the whole world, sports world, applauding the Thunder on their incredible moves in this offseason. 
Also in sports, uh, the uh, Sharks beat the Piranhas 4-3 last night uh, to conclude the Richards Cup uh, match preseason determination for the round robin playoffs of next year so we will keep our eye on that and that is all for sports today well last we left off in our seasonal wardrobe series we were talking winter we were talking winter and if if you're solely listening to make my day for advice you might still be out there in a middens and with a beanie on and with a nice jacket and a layers and pants and socks and woolen socks and waterproof shoes. Let me tell you something. If that is the case, you better be getting your information from other sources too. It is nice to diversify because you're probably sweating your behind off and no one wants to be the stinky guy in the fault. office. So it's time, here we go. This is part one of our part three, three part series of a summer wardrobe, how to dress when it gets a little bit hotter, when that sign starts burning just a little bit brighter and the clouds are are white and, and the sky's blue. So the part one would be the head. The head is where your, your brain is located inside of the head, which has a skull component. Uh, the skull protects the brain, which the brain being the your the source of your consciousness, your decision-making capabilities. Your, it, also, it is also how you can see, which is interesting. You'd think that the that uh, that would mainly be operated in the eyes. Technically, the eyes are in the head, but we're not going to talk about that today. Well, we are going to talk about that a little bit. So the head is generally a very useful and important thing. You want to make sure you are taking care of it. So first thing we're going to talk about is maybe a hat. So here's the deal. I'm going to go ahead and approach this from two ways. Do you have a great haircut? If you don't have a great haircut and you are ashamed of the way your hair looks, you are embarrassed about how your how your hair looks, or you don't know, or you don't know how to wear your hair, or you can't afford a barber, or you're afraid if you go to the barber, people will think you're effeminate, so you leave your hair, you don't even touch your hair, and it's kind of weird. I would recommend a hat. Now hats are pretty awesome. They have uh, they they're shaped to fit on the top of your head. They don't go below the eye, so you can still maintain the vision and you put the hat on your head, you get a bill hat, a nice build hat, they call them a baseball cap. You can have one with a letter on the front or any sort of logo. You could even get a plain hat, they have those nowadays. Uh, now what a hat's gonna do is gonna slightly keep the sun out of your face and your eyeballs, and that's gonna help you maintain a, uh, a lot of control in, in your experience visually. Um, now, the next thing, if we're talking about the eyes and the visualization of your experience while you are in the summertime, you might want to consider getting some nice sunglasses. Sunglasses are awesome. I was hanging out with my friend uh, Aaron the other day, friend of the show, Aaron, and he we walked into Sunglasses Welcome Hut because sunglasses he was hut. he said, you know what, Marcus, it's, it's time. time. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I think I need another pair of sunglasses. I said, that's a great idea, Aaron was. Let's go uh, to Sunglasses Hut. So we stop in, we say hi to the girls at Sunglasses Hut. They say, you know, hey guys, you know that it's $40 off as well today if you buy a second pair. And we said, perfect, we're two guys. We both probably are gonna buy Sunglasses Hut. And so we go in and Aaron tries on the uh, Persol 
uh, sunglasses and he says now these I cannot live without and so he goes ahead and made the purchase I wasn't ready to throw down throw down the 400 for the two two for one deal uh, $40 off but but you get what I'm saying right so sunglasses are very important to style health for your eye, eyes and also just be able to see when it's so bright because sometimes it's so freaking bright that you cannot see and that We'll pretty much conclude our head uh, next week or whenever the whenever the next episode comes out. We'll talk about part two, which is uh, the torso, the torso of your body. Um, yeah, so give those ideas a shot. Uh, I do recommend taking some of those layers off if you still are wearing winter clothes. Well, I've made a ton of new friends recently, and one of the things that is pretty much universal, they are all, everyone seems, almost all humans that I have met and have been interacting with as of late, they are very stressed out. They are having a hard time keeping it together. And you know what? I want to tell you that's a normal kind of thing. People are having a hard time keeping it together in general. But I have good news for you, and I have... I have figured it out. At least I have some good advice, and I would recommend that you guys start meditating, a little bit of meditation in the morning, maybe in the evening, maybe, but also whenever you feel like it. And that that is how you start to bring awareness to the problems, these scripts, these repeated lines, this self-talk. Why are you beating yourself up? Why do you hate yourself? Why are you so insecure? What is your problem, Marcus? And then you can take these and, and learn from them. You get insight. And as, this, as the Buddhists say, when you can sit with your problems, your problems, your demons, they begin to almost dissolve. They begin to lose their power. And I hope that you guys give this a shot. I really love this woman, Tara Brock. Tara Brock, you can look her up on the podcast app. It is T-A-R-A. Uh, space B R A C H Tara Brock. She's a wonderful, wonderful woman. She talks about mindfulness. It's time for us as a people to become more mindful, and I think that's going to help you guys out a lot. So I would go run you through a, a brief meditation, but uh, I think that I'm just going to let you guys do it on your own because it might be a little bit more meaningful. Because uh, I can't imagine listening to my own. Well, I do. I guess I list. I build guided meditations for myself. Uh, so anyway, I hope that you guys check it out. Tara Brock, that's wonderful. We'll do a, maybe we'll do a guided meditation uh, next time. That would be good for you to try. That I'm sure you'd enjoy it. Now I know you guys are having a great time listening to this episode of Make My Day. Wake me up when and you're it's having over. a great time listening to this episode of Make My Day. But I want to tell you that I'm so excited about next week's episode of Make My Day. It's going to be called make my day episode 43 i think Uh, i'm still deciding on the title and i have a very exciting dating advice foolproof ways to get a wonderful date have a date go through the date be engaging get engaged marry kids die happy this is i figured it out i found the resources and i want to share them with you i want to share them with you because i want to help other people live good lives i have been living an incredible life it's incredible i want to share my insights with you my listeners i love you guys so y'all be sure to tune in next week episode make my day for 343 thank you
Alright, everybody, let's go ahead and get Adam on the Hi, phone. Again. Adam. Oh, hey, Adam Westbrook. Yes, it is, yes. Yeah, good to have you on the show. Thanks for being... Thanks for being here with me today. My pleasure. Yeah, I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you made it on the show. I've been thinking about having you on the show. Sure. Yeah, so I'm really glad that you made it. Uh, I, well, let's just jump right in. I uh, don't want to bore anyone. What's your favorite sandwich? Ah, oh, my favorite sandwich. Uh, I'm a seafood guy, so oh, uh, I really like uh, like a. I don't know what you'd call it in the states. In the UK, we call it a prawn cocktail sandwich. So oh. it's sort of. It's small shrimps in a kind of cocktail Gross. sauce. That's weird. Yeah, I think that's called a seafood sandwich. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but as a po' boy, is it fried? Uh, is that fried shrimp? Uh, no, uh, so it's this, cold. No, this is wet. this is like uh, uncooked. Oh. Well, they're cooked, but they're not fried. Are they alive? No, they're not uncooked. They they've been cooked, but oh. they've not been fried. Oh. <laughs> That sounds fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a. This is. Well, I'm trying to be more open to foreigners, you know, Donald Trump and all. Uh, what about how often do you do laundry? Uh, very solidly once a week. Oh. One for colors, one for whites. Oh, so you like to separate uh, whites from colors. Do you do this all in one day? Uh, no, I do. I unfortunately I don't have the. Uh, there's a sort of bottleneck when it comes to the drying. Bandwidth. So I have to I have to spread it over two days. Okay. I'm one of those guys that wear that has just like lots of white plain white t-shirts okay and i just could have put a new one on every day yeah okay uh so they yeah so i've whites one day and then colors the other day yeah that's kind of that's what i'm sort of aspiring to be be more like i'm i'm slowly phasing out a lot of old loser clothes and i'm just like okay i'm in new york i just wear a white and black and i, I wear a long face as well and just <laughs> walk around you know that's essential for new york i think oh, a long face. of course and just no eye contact you know <laughs> so Adam, thank you so much for joining. I know we discussed first after I saw uh, the the part three of the long game with uh, Van Gogh, and uh, we had an interesting conversation. But I've had a chance to look over more of your stuff, and, and really, it's super badass, awesome, very cool, inspiring, interesting stuff. Um, so, would you tell the audience a little bit about who you are, what you got going on? I know you just days ago released the beginning of a new series, Parallax, correct? Mm, that's right, yeah. So uh, I'm basically a, a, a filmmaker, I guess, or, a, or I suppose not really a filmmaker, maybe a video producer. I'm not quite sure what the yeah. the job title actually is. Uh-huh. Um, or video artist, maybe, is one one, one job title I'm tie, uh, sort of toying with. Sure. Um, but um, I, my background is actually in journalism. I started um, uh, out as a reporter on the radio and then eventually went freelance and was sort of working as a video journalist for a while Mm -hmm. and then slowly over the years started doing a more creative stuff started playing with storytelling more and so the kind of news the journalism became more documentary that and that sort of became more video essay eventually yeah which is sort of like doc if you don't if you don't know video essay that's sort of uh a documentary but um much more on the kind of creative side so they don't kind of follow necessarily the strict rules of documentary they're a bit more creative in their visuals and their in their storytelling mm-hmm. um and uh, yeah so about um when was it about four, three years ago now uh, i started making some video essays about creativity um that sort of told the stories of the careers of vincent uh, of vincent van gogh as you mentioned and leonardo yeah. da vinci mm-hmm. 
um, sort of sharing some lessons I'd learned about about kind of being an artist in a in the 21st century. Uh, and yeah, and then just recently um, I've started uh, a new project. It's a six part series, like you mentioned, uh, called Parallax. Yes. And it's a uh, it's a documentary uh, about uh, life on Earth, but as narrated by aliens. Yeah. No, I, I was watching it and and it was. Um... I don't know. I, th- I thought it was it was really cool. Is there is there sort of a? Uh, I'm sure we'll get the message as you unfold the rest of the series. But do you think there's an advantage to looking at humanity from that outside lens if we could imagine that perspective? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's sort of where it came from. Um, the idea sort of first flew into my head actually quite a few years ago. Now it took me a long time to get it together, but yeah. um, it was really. I think it was actually. Um, a, a week very similar to last week, actually, when there'd been some bad news about climate change. Okay. Uh, I think it might have been when there was a big uh, convention about climate change. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, like, if there is, you know, an, uh, an alien species watching us from afar, what what the hell are they would they think about us? About and how, you know, what, what would they make of uh, the fact that we... we we have this problem, we seem very aware of this problem, and yet we seem completely incapable of attempting to solve the problem. Yeah. Um, and so that's sort of where it sort of first came from. And yeah, and it's from there it sort of developed into this, uh, very much is, like you said, um, it's about perspective. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's absolutely about sort of what happens when we just step outside of our kind of myopic, chauvinistic view of, of ourselves and our lives. Um, what do we see when we get that that wider perspective? Well, I mean, it's it would be a useful perspective on a micro level too. We so often have a have our blinders up around all of our issues, right? But we're so good at noticing everyone else's. So, um, yeah, I, absolutely. I wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, the long game, which is how we kind of met when I sent you a note. Um, the whole thing I, I find really fascinating as an artist myself. You know, I. I guess when I started, I didn't, like, think I was signing on to such a long <laughs> game, you know, <laughs> yeah. such, a, such an ordeal. But uh, over the years, like, I, I've sort of begun to understand the responsibility. Um, why is it that you feel like you want to give an optimistic message to artists who are striving right now? Um, because I think that uh, being an artist right now is really difficult um i think it's actually it's an unfortunate accident i don't think this was how it was supposed to happen actually you know we we were given this extraordinary gift that didn't exist to any artists living before us um you know this ability partly through you know the affordability of the technology itself and then also the, the availability of the publishing you know when the internet came along along with you know cameras and phones um, you know cheaper music making equipment cheaper um, podcast recording equipment all that type of stuff mm-hmm. um, I, 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 I sort of feel like that's uh, that ought to be um, this fantastic what it is still uh, you know a fantastic gift to artists um, because you know if, if I'd wanted to make parallax for example or the long game, and I, you know, was a lot, was a young man in the 1960s or 1950s. Yeah. Uh, it, there was only one way to have been able to do that, which was to have joined the the big commercial system of television at the time, or, or the movie industry, and make it that way. The idea of 
being your own kind of auteur and being able to self, um, express yourself as an artist, um, you know, with minimal support, um, you know, it's a really new thing. Mm. But what's actually happened, so it should be great, but what's actually happened is the internet sort of become this place um, where it, the opposite seems to be happening. We're actually the things that are important you know or the thing you know the, the the things that as an artist are important or the, the just the, the journey of an artist is not encouraged or rewarded by the the ecosystem that's being created the internet that yeah. we've created is not an in, an artist friendly uh, ecosystem yeah um you know it's very obsessed with you know views um and popularity um it's you know that's where the money goes um and and the and the sense of reward i think so you know i think there's a lot of people who perhaps are, are, are taking up the opportunity you know they're starting to make films with the or music or art with the cheaper more affordable equipment that's around mm-hmm. um but you know publishing on the internet is really one of the most miserable experiences you know that thing, i was thinking about this last week because it happened again you know when i, I just published this series yeah right. I, I sort of feel like releasing something on the internet is a little bit like you know when you you host a party uh-huh. you organize a party and you invite your friends over and you uh you know you're buying all the drinks and the snacks and stuff mm-hmm. and then you know on the day of the party leading up to the party you're always struck by that fear of like what if what if no one turns up exactly you know because yeah. a couple of people cancel at the last minute and then you're like oh no some it's not going to be as many people as i thought someone else is going to drop out this is going to be a really lame party yeah <laughs> and then of course and what does that mean about me you know yeah exactly it becomes a thing you used to judge yourself yeah um, i sort of like uh, pu- publishing anything on the internet is is that nightmare and then it actually happens yeah so you know you what if no one's going to watch this thing and then you publish it and no one no one watches it people don't share it and it doesn't go viral or any of that stuff doesn't happen um and that should be fine you know um but it's just the fact that we live inside this ecosystem where um that is then seen as a bad thing and yes just like you say you use that as a as a stick to beat yourself up with yeah well and you 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 spoke in in part three of the long game uh about a concept uh of art being autotelic for Van Gogh, uh, meaning that he did it for the sake of making it. It was it was the act of creation that was the enjoyment, not where are we when are we going to be rock stars? When are we going to be winning <laughs> winning awards or anything like that? Absolutely. Um, but it's funny because I made that. That was a very uh, that was an essay addressed to myself. Really. Um, no, because yeah, I mean they all kind of were actually. Uh, you know, the first video was about turning 30 and what Leonardo da Vinci was doing at 30. I made that about three months, well no, about six months before I turned 30. Oh, perfect. Because I was having exactly the same kind of fears and, and <laughs> panics about my career. Yeah. Um, and so this was the same. This was sort of like a way of saying, to, trying to, you know, a pep talk to myself. You know, it isn't about the outcome. Stop being so obsessed with the numbers. Um, yeah. Enjoy it, the work itself. Um, it still doesn't. It's funny, like I, um, having made it, I believe it all, but it doesn't mean that that feeling goes away. Oh yeah. It, when you ex- you can accept the autotelic idea and you can say yes, it is about the process. It is about my journey as an artist. Uh, but it's still, 
you know, you still are struck by those feelings occasionally. Um, you of can't course. help. I think it's just part yeah. of the thing, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, um, well, I think we usually keep these pretty short, so we're going to start winding down. Um, but I want to do, if you're okay with this, a little game of word association. Are you okay with okay. that? Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Well, I picked out some perfect words for you. They're scientifically chosen to evoke interesting responses from you, Adam Westbrook. So okay. why don't we start off? This is a this is kind of related to what we were just talking about with technology and everything and the advancement and what that means for art. The first word is computer. 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 Am I allowed any one word? Uh, you, there's actually no rules. You just say whatever you <laughs> um, Do you know what binary is the thing that comes to my head? I've been thinking a lot about binary yeah. and how uh, we as humans are binary also. Our brains work in the same way as computers. How, how Something- so? Um, this is something I've been researching for my series, but um, I th- our, the neurons in our brains work like the transistors in a computer. So they either fire or they don't fire. Okay. They're either on or off. Uh-huh. Um, and apparently that might be connected to our understanding of logic and the idea that something can only be true or false. Um, yeah. And if it's true, it can't be false and that type of thing. Um, and I was fascinated just to sort of think that we built, partly that we built a machine in our own image also, but also yeah. that there's this limitation on our own, uh, on our own understanding of the world. Of course, of course. And I, yeah, that is, that is, that is interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing that when that, that comes out. And yeah. maybe, maybe also somewhat related in regards to consciousness, in regards to that, that brain that you were talking about. Um, this would be a word called church 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 uh where does that take me um i yeah i uh i might say or actually Ah, okay yeah i'm I'm not a religious person personally um but uh i have sort of having uh, i'm i'm uh, I would call myself an atheist and I definitely went through that phase that all atheists go through or sort of deciding that religion is stupid and all that type of thing. Sure, yeah. Um, but I actually have sort of feel like I've come out the other side in the last few years and sort of actually accept that in some ways it's all about awe um, and yeah. finding uh, finding whatever it is that, that gives you that sense of transcendence then, then you don't have to justify it to anyone. I think that's beautiful. So the, the next word, and we can wrap it up here, because I think it, this is also tied into what you're talking about, a sense of awe. The word is love. Hmm. Um, yeah, where does that take me then? This, uh, yeah, it's funny. This is, uh, this is probably a weird connection. But um, I probably, you know, I almost sort of want to say work somehow, or I want to say art. Okay, yeah. Um, which I don't think is the most original one, I suppose, <laughs> I think about it. I say it was weird because it's sort of like, uh, um, it's good to love what you do, I suppose, but work shouldn't necessarily be the love of your life. Um, but uh, yeah, I think art and love are the same thing, aren't they? They sort of come from from the same place and require the same vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 state of awe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, they both bring that, that that same wonderful feeling with them too. Well, Adam, I think it's about time we wrap this up. But I have one more question for you. 
if you could impart one thing to those who are listening right now, what would you tell them? What would you say to this listening audience right now? Um, I would say two things very quickly. If you'd like to find out more about me um, and my work, um, I have a Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash Adam Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if I say anything else, um, it is go out there and go forth and and make art regardless of the outcome do it for yourself beautiful and we will put all your links in the show notes page for sure adam thank you so much for being with us today it's been a treat and everyone has to check out all of adam's work and parallax new series wonderful stuff thank you very much for your time marcus i appreciate it nice speaking to you yeah let's catch up soon right bye bye all right, everybody. Well, uh, that was incredible to me. I had an incredible time to me, and I hope that you had an incredible time to me as well. Uh, coming up next week, uh, Make My Day 43 is going to be really hot, sweet, super sauce, awesome, kind of fun, summertime, summer loving. There's a little bit of that going on in the, in the episode, a lot of stuff happening. But for now, thanks so much for being here. Y'all know the drill. Go to patreon.com slash Marcus Brown to become a supporter. Go to marcusbrown.me to listen to my music and my blogs and uh thanks so much for listening and being my friend if you want to send me an email marcus brown uh what is it no make my day show at gmail.com that email address is always listening you guys have a great day bye-bye wake up in the morning make you two sloppy eggs find a piece of cheese and put it on some bread a cup of joe and the next thing that you know it's time for you to hit the road make my day i like it in the morning make my day and even in the afternoon make my day sometimes in the evening make my day and even when i'm sleeping too make my it's about perspective